You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, and we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. Okay, I'm going to be here with you for the next three hours. It's a four-hour show. I can start at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. Much love to everybody listening all over North America. I don't care where you're from. I don't care where you're at. You could be freezing your ass off right now. Or you could be warm. You could be on the beach. You could be in Alaska. I really don't care. Just let me hang out with you, okay? If you want to holler at me, the number here is simple. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm online, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. That is at JR Sport Brief. Here with super producer and host, Dave Shepard, I'm hanging out here with you. Every Wednesday night into Thursday morning, I bring you a new top six list. And an hour from now, we're going to talk about the top six players in the NBA. Like, who's the best of the best right now? It's a difficult decision to just slap six guys on the list and say, hey, this guy is the best in the league and kind of go down from there. But I'm going to do it. I'm going to try. And we'll have that conversation next hour. It's been a busy day in the world of sports. It's been a busy day just in general. Well, how about this? It's not so nice for the New York Yankees. The Houston Astros, it's official. They take a one to nothing a series lead to start off the American League Championship Series. The final out. Just went to second base and threw over, thrown over to the first baseman. Houston wins 4-2. to two. So the New York Yankees, last night, the fans in the Bronx, New York, were celebrating like they won the World Series. And uh, less than 24 hours, or about 24 hours later, in Houston, they lose game one. It's one game, nothing to, you know, just completely lose your mind about. Uh, Justin Verlander doing Justin Verlander things, even almost at 40 years old. His line tonight, starting for the Astros, six innings pitched, 11 strikeouts. There we have it. And so the New York Yankees, they will play another game and uh, hope for the best. Houston taking a 1-0 lead versus their rivals. And I believe the Houston Astros, this is the fifth or sixth consecutive season that they've made the championship series in the American League. So there we have it. Earlier today in the National League championship series, the Padres were able to even things up against the Phillies. We know that the Phillies won last night, not tonight. The Padres beat them 8-5 to in San Diego. So they're tied up one all. The Astros just take a one nothing lead. And it's funny. We opened up the show last hour by talking about Uh, The Los Angeles Lakers, they lose to open up their season uh, to the Golden State Warriors. And it took LeBron James his first post-game press conference to pretty much bury his own team in the nicest way possible. If you did not hear that, take a listen again. I mean, if you 
be completely honest, we're not a team that's constructed of, of great shooting. And that's just the, the truth of the matter is, it's not like, you know, we're sitting here with uh, a lot of lasers on our team, you know, but that doesn't deter us from still trying to get great shots. And when we get those opportunities, you take them. But we're not sitting here with a bunch of 40 plus career three point shooting guys. Like, you know, you had a football analogy and you had a bunch of guys that was underneath route runners. And you wonder why the quarterback is not throwing 20 plus passes down the field. Okay. You know, that's, that's how the team was constructed. So that don't mean you can't win. Brady did it. Well, tell me how you really feel, LeBron. Your team sucks. They can't shoot the basketball. You shot 3 of 10 from downtown. What, what is that supposed to be? Great? And no, by the way, in this era of basketball, which is I'm shocked he said this, I guess he partially wanted to clean up his statement. I guess while he was speaking, LeBron James realized, wait a minute. I just publicly said my teammates suck, that they can't shoot. And then he cleaned it up at the end and, and kind of said, oh, yeah, 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 but it's, it's not an excuse. You can still win. No, man, and don't bring Tom Brady and the Patriots into it. That's, that's far be it from the truth. They wouldn't win like that here in 2022. You got to be able to throw the ball. You can't throw the ball down the field, you don't win. You don't have a quarterback who can actually throw the rock, you can't win. You don't have a basketball team that can shoot, you can't win. And so we have to see how that plays out for the Los Angeles Lakers. At some point in time, it ain't going to probably be at the trade deadline. It might be at the end of the season. The Lakers are going to end up at the top. It's just how it is. The Lakers are the glamour franchise of the NBA. And so when they're not winning, people won't complain because the expectation is for them to be there. The Boston Celtics, not necessarily the same cachet as a city, as a locale, as a destination as the Lakers, but typically, fans expect them to be in the mix. They do. Well, last night, they beat the Sixers. Uh, Brown had 35. Tatum had 35. We, we had more games that got started. But if you think about professional sports, and I'm saying this, we had a caller who about 30 minutes ago, Mark from California, he was killing Aaron Boone, manager of the New York Yankees, for his use of the bullpen tonight. Reasonable, okay? People have been wanting Aaron Boone to get the boot basically since he got the job. It's like if you're not winning every single season, if every one of your decisions are not correct, you got to be fired. Well, you suck. It's like it's the end of the world. And I'm saying to myself, okay, the Lakers always have high expectations. Yankees fans always have high expectations. And I'm saying to myself, well, damn, can we give them a break? Like, we really have some fan bases that are like a lot of the people that you might know. Personally, I'm speaking. Spoiled. Like, everything needs to go their way. If things don't go out of their way one time out of ten, it's the end of the world. Man, what is there to complain about? If I'm a Yankees fan, yeah, sure, you want to win the World Series every year, I know. I think every team competing wants to win the World Series. It's realistic for more teams than not. I think we know that. Or less realistic, I should say. You know, I don't think the, sorry to my friends in Pittsburgh, I love you guys. But I don't think the Pirates start the season going, oh man, we, we can't wait to compete for a championship. I don't think my friends in Detroit, hi Detroit, I don't think my friends in Detroit wake up and say, Wow, 
can't wait to win the Super Bowl. It sounds like an oxymoron, Lions, Super Bowl. It just it doesn't go together. It's like, I don't know, putting peanut butter on pizza. Hey, Shep, what's something weird that you would put peanut butter on? It makes no sense. I would say, like, avocado toast. Oh, my God. Yeah, disgusting. Right. Yeah, well, that's, that's like the Lions and the Super Bowl. It just does not go together. Thanksgiving, yeah. They play Ask in Detroit the- for the Super Bowl. Say again? They play in Detroit for the Super Bowl. They just never uh, have the Lions featured in that game. Yeah, well, that's as close as it gets. Right. Terrible. There's some teams where you expect them to do nothing. There are other teams that you expect them to compete. You want to tell me that if you're a fan of, I don't know, the, 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 the Pittsburgh Pirates, that you wouldn't love to be in the position that the Yankees are every year? Like, what's a bad year for the Yankees? 85 wins? 87 wins? 90 wins is a bad season? Every year? There's a generation, I mean a generation, going on two generations of Yankee fans who have never seen the Yankees be terrible. Like, welcome to the real world. It's like they have a bad year. They trade for a guy. What Do you appreciate the fact that you could trade for a guy? Do you appreciate that? Do you appreciate the fact that they actually spend money? Welcome to the rest of the world. See what other teams have to deal with. Spoiled brats, Yankee fans. By the way, I'm from the Bronx, New York. I'm a Yankee fan, and I got no problem saying that the Yankee fans are spoiled. Laker fans, I don't know if they're spoiled, but they always have high expectations. Well, why not? Everybody wants to be a Laker. Everybody wants to play in L.A. If you're a superstar, you want the, you want the attention. Cowboy fans, I don't know if they're spoiled. They're just, I think Cowboy fans have come to the realization that, hey, we are what we are. Yeah, we make money, we show up to the games, but yeah, we do nothing at the end. But if I think spoiled franchises, a franchise that has a fan base that doesn't appreciate like what their team is, it is the Yankees. Really is. Fire Aaron Boone. Fire Cashman. This new owner, Hal Steinbrenner, he's not his dad. Uh, He's not George. If George was here, he probably, man, they probably... Fire him from being an owner. They suspended him 35 years ago, damn it. Shep, what what say you? Are the Yankees the most spoiled fan base, or am I making this up? I don't think you're making this up. I mean, you're talking about a franchise that when we we were kids, it it seemed inexorably inevitable. That they would always rally and find a way to win. You talk about the greats of, of and the tenacity and the clutchness of a Jeter, of a Paul O'Neill, of a Bernie Williams, and every single time it just seemed like all of those guys got the big hits. Jorge Posada is another one, and Mariano Rivera would close you out, unless it's of course against the Diamondbacks. Then you had the, the clutchness of an Andy Pettit, or Roger Clemens, a David Cohen, and it seemed like every single year they were going to win, which they pretty much did. That has not transpired the last twenty years. 
So for Yankee fans who grew up in the 90s, it's a foreign concept to have anything but a World Series champion not be named the New York Yankees. Yeah, but I think it goes back further than that. They were, Jared, and you know this, they were not great in the 80s. I understand they had the no, best record terrible. overall in baseball. But they not once, with the exception of the 81 World Series, where they did not win, that was credit to the Dodgers. They did not make the playoffs for over a 10-year stretch. Yeah, but I, th- I think I think the, the, the nature, I don't get people, just Yankee fans in general, have gotten a taste of the past 25 to 30 years now, going on 30 years, and are just used to it. Well, Jay, we have, I mean, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I would say we have four, five of the 10 greatest baseball players uh, in the history of the sport. Yankee fans? Oh, we have the Yankees franchise? Yeah. Ruth? Garrick, obviously, I, obviously, you got to put Dimaggio in that conversation. The Mick. well, that's and then and that, then you got to put Mo there. Just just if nothing else, because he's the only person to ever we, be unanimous in terms of getting to the Hall of Fame, and he yeah, was better his position than maybe anyone else at their respective position. We can we can roll down that line. I mean, it it, it goes on and on. If you want to think about legacy players, the Yankees are old as dirt. They've been around forever. They've been around for almost 120, 130 years going on. They've been around. But the A's have, the Cubs have, the Red. Like, that's not why Yankees fans are spoiled because they've – I get what you're no, saying. No, but I'm right. saying the past the past 30 years, I don't care if you are 30 years old or whether you just turned 60. Like, the expectation has been set from what has taken place over the past 30 years. And there are people who do know – and do remember vividly how Don Mattingly had to suffer through the Yankees doing nothing while he basically broke down. There's another generation of Yankee fans who don't remember them ever losing. And I think everybody has been spoiled. And if I got to think about just all across the board in sports, when Yankee fans talk about fire this guy, fire that guy, it's just like this is the question I always love to ask. Then what? Then what? You want to fire Brian Cashman? You want to tell me about Brian Cashman? He didn't put together the dynasty years of the 90s, and, and he didn't do that, and, and he did this, and he traded for this guy, and he signed Kei Gawa, and he did this, and he did that. Find me a better general manager who's had this string of success and at least maintaining it. And forget the money. Look at who's been able to do it, him. And so you get rid of Brian Cashman. I always say, well, who do you want to hire? You want to know the answer I get back, Shep? Uh, probably no one that it makes any sense or that's available. Crickets. Well, we need a guy in that will, uh, you know, help change the. Okay, well, who? Uh, I, I don't know, Jay. I don't either. You want to fire someone who's been inside the building, inside the organization for damn it, since he's basically a baby. You want to just get rid of him and just bring in somebody else? Well, well the, the Red Sox did. Well, if, if the Yankees had to go up and down like the Red Sox, you'd really be having a fit. Well, they got yeah. World Series. It's, it's always something to whine about. JR, in, now in, in fairness, what? the Yankees have not played in a World Series in now 13 seasons. When you look at what the Giants did with Bochy and the run they had in the 2010s, you know, specifically 2010, 12, and 14, the best player they had. I would say is a borderline Hall of Famer. 
And you Buster talk, Posey? Borderline. Yeah. He didn't do okay. it long enough. He didn't Go do it long ahead. enough, right? Now, sure. when you look at now, now in, in contrast to the Yankees, they have had about 10 to 15 Hall of Famers don the pinstripes over that same time frame. They have no World Series appearances to show for it. I understand the frustration of Yankees fans, although I do think, to your point, it is disproportionate to other teams. Well, it's, yes, I would say both make sense. Both make sense. You can be frustrated with what the Yankees have done. You can look at what they've spent and the lack of results and ultimately winning a championship. What I'm looking at isn't so much about the Yankees. It's not so much about what they've spent or, or not spent. What I'm saying is specifically about Yankees fans is that they are unappreciative of what they do have. I can understand and look at the frustration. You have high expectations. You do not meet or live up to them. You're going to be upset about it. But what you don't do, and which there, this is where it defies logic, is to say, well, fire this guy without having a clear solution or understanding that what you want may actually hurt the team in the long run. And that's why in most cases, and not most cases, this is how things exist. Fans are fans. Management is management. You know, we can we can really live in a world, and by the way, shout-outs to the folks at fan-controlled football and fan-controlled hoops. This is actually reality. I think uh, Terrell Owens is involved in, in one of these organizations. You can vote and make the decisions. You want this to be a video game? Do it by consensus. Open up your phone, and if the Yankees need to decide who they want to, to pull out of the bullpen, hey, Open up your phone and uh, treat it like a video game. 60% of the fans at home think that Frankie Montas needs to go into the game. Well, he goes into the game. That's not how it works. There's one man with a lot of people and a lot of information behind him making a decision. Sometimes it's going to work. Sometimes it's not going to work. And this is what they sign up for. So this is not a, oh, woe is them or me trying to tell you, oh, well, you should lay off of them. Do what you want. But there's so many times that we want this to happen and this to happen. And when it doesn't, fire the guy. And then what? What's your your solution? And in the case of the Yankees, it's like the fans don't have one. They just want to fire everybody and think about, man, we didn't win the World Series. It's been so long. Look at the rest of the league. Find me the repeat champion. Don't get caught up in what took place 20 years ago. Think about the now. It's not so damn easy. Yes, disappointing. Yes, poor decisions have been made. Good ones have been made, too. Sometimes you can't look the gift horse in the mouth. And I know we got a lot of fan bases that have had a lot of success. I can look at the Cowboys. Not recent success. Yeah, sure. We can look at the Lakers. Oh, yeah, disaster right now. We can look at at the Yankees. But I think the Yankees fans take the cake when it comes down to being spoiled. I'm going to open up the phone lines. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I say spoiled fan base, spoiled franchise. Who's the worst? I'll take your calls on the other side. And don't forget, a top six list, NBA players at the top of the hour. It's the JR Sport Brief Show, CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. He's such a man of the people. The, you take more calls than any sports personality I've ever known. And to take words out of your mouth, pardon me, we appreciate you, man. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Huh. There's a lot going on. Baseball is going on. National League Championship Series. American League Championship Series. It's busy. San Diego was able to pick up a victory at home to pretty much tie up the NLCS at at one all. The Phillies won last night. Today, tonight, this afternoon, I should say, San Diego. They win 8-5. to five. They're tied one all. NLCS. And in the first game of the American League Championship Series, it was only about 30 minutes ago that the Astros, they take a lead over the Yankees in game one. They beat them 4-2. to two. Yankees were held to five hits. That's it, five hits. Yankees have lost, I believe, now four consecutive games down in Houston. Aaron Boone will certainly... He'll be criticized. What else is new? It's his job as a manager. It happens all over the country and in and, and baseball and every sport. Coaches, managers, they get second-guessed. But with the New York Yankees, and specifically Yankee fans, like they're relentless. They are. Have the Yankees won a World Series in, I don't know, a decade? No, they haven't. Haven't been, haven't won since 2009. I understand. For all the money that they spend and all the assets that they have, it's disappointing if you're a Yankees fan. But I think sometimes you got to look at the big picture and understand that you, as in the Yankees, and I guess also as the Dodgers and soon to be the New York Mets, y'all are in some of the best positions that any team would have in baseball. So just relax just a little bit. Don't be so spoiled. I think the Yankees take the cake when it comes down to it. We got some other fan bases that might be a little delusional, might be like Nick fans. I guess there's something about New York. Nick fans are delusional. But spoiled? Well, that belongs to the Yankees fans. They don't know what pain is. Not recently. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Dawson is calling from Virginia. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, yeah, uh, I think you're absolutely right. I definitely think Yankees fans are the most spoiled fan base. But, you know, when it comes down to an NFL, I I can think of none other than the New England Patriots. They've had, uh, you know, 11 appearances in the Super Bowl. Uh, You know, they're tied with the most Super Bowl wins. Uh, I just – I got a lot of buddies that just think, you know – I think they're really spoiled. You know, ever since Tom Brady left, they just haven't been the same. What do you think about that? I I, I guess my question to you is, are, are Patriot fans spoiled? Because a lot that I talk to, I feel that they're, they're appreciative of the past 20 years because we know football is, is built for, for parity. It's built for things to switch up. And what the Patriots did was just so out of the norm. I find most Patriots fans, yeah, they're they're frustrated, but I think they're back to reality. I I wouldn't call them, like, spoiled, like now they have an expectation. I think those days are over, and I think they know it. 
Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think they are appreciative. You know, I, I, you know, if Tom Brady was on my team, I would definitely be appreciative as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just think that I, I don't think they give enough credit to teams who are rising in the NFL now. Mm-hmm. You know, just you okay. know, personally. Well, we'll see. We we know that even in the AFC, the tide has turned. You have the Bills. You have the Chiefs there. They're the, they're the top. Thank you, Dawson, for calling from Virginia. Uh, Aaron Boone, he actually spoke to the media a few minutes ago. I want you to hear about it. Some of his decision-making will get him and has gotten him chastised already. Uh, this is what Aaron Boone had to say about Clark Schmidt and his rough outing, meaning he gave up a bomb. Clark comes in and, you know, does a really good job and <clears> – <throat> Uh, obviously getting the double play ball to get us out of the inning, then just made some two-strike mistakes with the bottom of the order there in that next inning. That kind of cost him. What about Verlander? Justin Verlander stood on the mound, and he lit y'all up. What do you got to say about that, Boone? I thought early we had our chances. You know, I don't think he was real sharp early, but then he kind of he dialed it in, you know, and started really executing, you know, staying away from trouble. Uh, I thought he spun the ball really well. Okay, it's not not much of an explanation there, but uh, it's Aaron Boone, 855-2124-CBS. Let's go to Houston and talk to Greg. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's up, JR? Big fan. I got got two questions. First, I I get it. You think Yankee fans are spoiled, and, and maybe we are. Maybe we just have high expectations. But at the same time, are the Mariners fans, who haven't been in the playoffs in 20 years, not allowed to be mad at Scott Service for bringing in Robbie Ray to pitch to Alvarez. I mean, we just we just would have done things differently on that on that front. And my second question is, why do you think Aaron Boone got the manager job for the New York Yankees? Uh, Aaron Boone got the managerial job for the New York Yankees because he can work better with the front office. He's not as controversial. He's not as grating. He's not as intense as Joe Girardi. That's why he but got based- the job. But based on what? He he never managed a team before. Now he's the manager of the New York Yankees. Do you think if he had not hit that home run 20 years ago, do you think he'd be our head coach right now? Or do you think he'd be our manager? If he had well, not hit that home run against Boston, well, do you I think can he'd also, be our manager right now? Well, I mean, if uh, if I went outside and, and got hit by a bus, I, I wouldn't be here. I mean, so I can go through ifs and what ifs and all of this. But how much do you think that played into it? I don't I don't know. I have no idea. If Aaron Boone didn't decide, okay, slow it. down, relax. It's okay. Don't be. Don't. We had a Yankee fan that was already up in arms. Let's slow down, Greg. We're we're okay. up at you. Right if now. if Aaron Boone didn't go play basketball, okay, would Alex Rodriguez have ended up a Yankee? So I can go through what ifs until I am blue in the face. It, it, it's pointless. Aaron Boone had the career that he had. Aaron Boone retired. Aaron Boone went into television. Aaron Boone comes from a quote-unquote baseball family. Aaron Boone has experience. I'm not knocking the fact that Aaron Boone is the manager of the Yankees, okay? Were any other teams looking to hire him? No, but what's what's wrong with thinking outside (laughs) the box? Let me ask you this question. Is Aaron Boone going to go out there and play now? No, but he's in charge of our bullpen, and that's, just as important in the playoffs almost. Oh, so but in a, in a general sense, it's real easy to get caught up in, well, Aroldis Chapman was on the mound and Altuve hit a home run and Boone was the guy who put him out there. This I don't is, want to blame players for their managers putting him in bad situations. Everybody knows that's, 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 came out that's that not 
That's not what I'm saying. And I ain't talking about just tonight's game. You're telling me you're going as far back to evaluate Aaron Boone and his hire. He's been the manager since 2018. I don't live in a world, and neither do you, and if you do, please give me the lottery numbers. I don't live, I don't live in a world where I know exactly what would have happened if this happened. That's the beauty of sports, okay? You make these decisions, and I get it. You, as a Yankee fan, are not happy that Clark Schmidt was out there and that Gurriel hit a bomb and it went over the train tracks, and yes, that's, that's where it is. I'm asking would... your opinion as a Yankees fan, not as J.R., the radio guy. Wait, well, let me tell you something. I got to be honest, Greg. What you just, that what you just said to me is a dumbass thing. I don't sit here and give opinions as there's no difference between J.R., the radio guy, there's no difference between Jr. the Yankees fan. I'm just Jr. If I have a thought, no, no, so stop. Listen to me. No, you don't know. Otherwise, you wouldn't have said what you said. If I have a thought or an opinion, I'm not going to tint it in a different direction. I sat here and listen to this. Tell me if this makes sense to you or what you just said. I just sat here and told you that I'm a Yankee fan. And I just said Yankee fans are probably the most spoiled fan base of any fan base I know in North America. So are now you, you talking t- about yourself, too? Am I, or are you am like I sp- the, the, the outlier in this fan base? No, am I, am I spoiled? Yeah, I am spoiled. I'm spoiled by success, but I'm also smart enough to appreciate every team that is here across the country because I go across the country and I talk to fans, and I know fans who are suffering, and I know fans that, who don't have a chance. That doesn't mean that Yankee fans cannot be frustrated, but that also means that Yankee fans – Hey, they're not going to Pittsburgh and sitting up in the stands in Pittsburgh knowing that you don't have a chance or or a chance in hell to win anything. And so that's my point. My point to you is, chill. You can go (laughs) ahead and be upset at Aaron Boone. I can't fault you or knock you for that. But if you want to go all the way back, if you want to go all the way back to his hire, why is he here? Why do they hire him? Why did they do this? Why did they do that? Who would you have preferred as manager? And I guess my second question, of which you will not have an answer, would it have guaranteed you a World Series? No, like you said. Well, there you go. Let me give you a recent example. I've listened to people. Listen to people. Ask for Buck Showalter. Buck Showalter gets the job with the New York Mets. People at the end of the season are killing Buck Showalter. What do you want to do now? Like, I get it. Second guess, that, that's a fan. You can do that. Now you want to just take the job from him five years ago? Man, damn, be critical. Be critical. Say he messed up last night. He needs to do better. Oh, you should have never got the job. Damn, 100 games here, 100 games. Uh, come on. It's not like the Yankees brought in, oh, I fall asleep, Tony LaRussa. This is my point. If you need an America, if, which most of America knows, if you needed an example on why Yankee fans are spoiled, you just got another example right there. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855 2124 CBS. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR, first and foremost, I want to say you make my drive because uh, I go to and from the hospital to uh, it every night, and you make my drive amazing. So thank you. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It is the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. At the top of the hour, it's going to be time for a new top six list. It's what I do. Every single Wednesday night into Thursday morning, the NBA season is underway. And to kind of dive into things, I'm going to give you a top six list of active players in the NBA right now. Who the hell is the best player in the league? If you were starting a team right now, this season, if you wanted to compete for a championship, who would you have? Who would give you the best chance to go out there and compete? I'll let you know at the top of the hour. But right now, I want to continue this conversation. We got a lot of people on the lines, obviously. The New York Yankees, they just lost. Uh, final score, 4-2. to two, Game one of the American League Championship Series to the Houston Astros. And there are Yankee fans with, with good reason. This is a legitimate reason. They are like, hey, what is Aaron Boone doing with the bullpen? Not the first time, not the last time. But then I said Yankee fans are spoiled. And if you missed all the reasons why, which I think many of us know, you can go ahead and hit rewind on the free Odyssey app. So I'm going to get more of your thoughts and opinions on that. Are there other fan bases that are equally as spoiled? Just let me know. Let's take more of your calls here. Let's start off. Chuck is calling from Boise. You're on CBS Sports Radio, Chuck. Go ahead. Yes, good evening. How are you doing? First time caller of your show. Thank you. What's up? Oh, not too much. You, uh, we're going over about spoiled fans and everything. And I just want to say, I just think that there's also two sides of spoiled. There's spoiled where, you know, you feel like uh, the fans don't really respect the, the managers and how the team's always being run. Then you get the other side of the spectrum where you have fans that are spoiled and you have a coach that is just one of the best coaches in basketball, Steve Kerr. And it's just, I just want to talk on the side of good spoiled fans okay. and just appreciating it. Yeah, no, I understand that. I mean, that, that, that goes to the caller, one of our prior callers before the break. And thank you, Chuck, for calling from Boise. He said, hey, JR, you also a spoiled Yankee fan or are you are you on the other side? I'm like, yeah, I'm a spoiled Yankee fan. I've been spoiled with success just like everybody else. I'm not going to sit around and complain and whine and, and say fire this guy and fire that guy. That's spoiled. Spoiled is when you have a butler and you're a kid, like you grow up with the butler in the house or the maid or the help or whatever the hell you want to call it. Spoiled is growing up with somebody, washing your clothes, cooking your dinner, doing everything for you for 20 and 30 years. And they forget something one time where they may be getting old or they're getting older. And you just go, yeah, it's time for you to quit. Bye. That's spoiled. That's what spoiled is. Spoiled is not having an appreciation and recognizing and realizing what you got. And that the alternative isn't always any better. That's spoiled. And there are a lot of Yankee fans that unfortunately fall into that category. You can be frustrated. Reasons. Plenty of reasons. Fire this guy, fire that guy with no solution. 
Ron is calling from Texas. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show. What's up, Ron? Good evening, sir. Love your show. First time caller. Appreciate you. What's up? Well, on the opposite of being the Yankee fans, I've lived in Houston most of my life. I work with a bunch of Yankee fans. Yes, they're spoiled. But if you watch the Kansas City Buffalo game last week, the announcers kept talking about the rematch of the playoff last year. And I'm a Tennessee Titans fan. My team was the Oilers. They moved to Tennessee. I wouldn't root for the Texans for a million dollars. Okay. The Titans, the Titans don't get anything as far they Kansas City and Buffalo didn't play last year. I believe the Titans beat Buffalo and then played Cincinnati in the AFC Championship game. And the announcers kept talking about last year how Kansas City and Buffalo played. I couldn't your, believe it. What, what, what's your point? I'm trying to get it. My point is the Titans, the old Oilers, yeah. they get no respect from any of the announcers. Even on uh, NFL Today, they were talking about the Kansas City-Buffalo, how it was a rematch of last year's playoff game. They didn't play in a playoff game last year. Who? Who? Kansas City and Buffalo. Uh, Ron. What year are you in? Who played? Who? Oh, oh my God! Hey, Shep, what, what is is he? I don't know what what day is it. It's Wednesday night. Twenty twenty two is the year. Was he drinking? He would not be the first person to call the radio show and <laughs> had an alcohol beverage. <laughs> he has, he 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 got me confused here. I don't know. Help me out. Did, did I see – it was a playoff game that was one of the best games I've ever seen in my life, right? That was that was Buffalo and Kansas City. Did I make that up? I will say it is without question the greatest finish in the history of the NFL postseason. Did I – Did I? it was the postseason, right? Did, I didn't imagine that. It was the divisional round. You would be correct. Okay, I'm just making sure. Yeah. Th- that counts as the playoffs. Yes. Oh, okay, I'm just – I'm serious. Because while that game was on, I could have been drinking, but I'm almost sure after talking about it for, I don't know, a week, that it was a playoff game. Yeah, four scores, you know, uh, under the two-minute warning, and then the six for six, six, you know, passing completions of Mahomes, Kelsey with a 75-year winner in OT. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I watched that that game in a bar next to a Buffalo Bills fan who was losing their mind. I I think I remember that game pretty uh, vividly. No passionate fans there at Buffalo. Yeah, they're very – they jump through tables that are on fire. And uh, when it comes down to the Tennessee Titans, I, I hate to tell them, man. Sorry to my friends in Tennessee. Ain't nobody think about the Titans. I saw Ryan Tannehill in the playoffs. I know what he did. Threw an interception. Then he threw another one in the middle. And then he threw another one in the end. And I'm just waiting on him to exit the building. And for the Tennessee Titans, man, this is – this is this is not gonna be uh this is not gonna be good. You wanna know what's gonna happen with the Tennessee Titans? Ryan Tannehill will be gone. And then uh by the time Derrick Henry is washed up, they're gonna be looking for a quarterback and a running back. And thank God Vrabel is one of the best coaches. Thank your lucky stars on that one. Thank him. Chris is calling from Cali. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Chris? Hey, what's going on? First time caller here. Thank you. What's up? Hey, man, I'm a um, lifelong Padre fan. I'll tell you what, if you talk about a sports franchise that's not spoiled, it's the San Diego Padres. That's for damn sure. 
Well, I, I would agree with that, man. When's the last time you saw the World Series? 98? Yep, against your Yankees, my friend. Yeah, Tony Tony was Gwen was out there. That's right, yeah. That's right. I don't know if you remember, there was a 3-2 pitch that Mark Langston threw to Chino Martinez. It was a strike three. Next pitch, he hits a grand slam, and that's all she wrote for the Padres in 98. But this is a different year, my friend. Well, I mean, what expectations did you have when Fernando Tatis was getting dirty haircuts? <laughs> I'm, I'm I literally. <laughs> what were I you thinking? What Fernando Tatis is doing right now. I'm sure he's getting a clean haircut by a very beautiful woman. I, I don't know. <laughs> I was. Uh, I took. I. I was in seventh grade in '98. I went to went to Game Four of the World Series. Okay. Well, listen, man. For for your sake, I hope that they can they can go back again this year. There were no expectate there were high expectations to start the season. And without Fernando Tatis Jr., they've been able to live up to him. The Padres pitching, starting pitching is nasty. Manny Machado is playing like someone who is owed some money. He's gonna be looking for some cash. I, I wouldn't be shocked. I know they won tonight and they lost last night. I wouldn't be shocked if they they went to the World Series. I would have no problem rooting for the Padres. Let's see what happens. Obviously with the Yankees, of course. It's the JR Sport Re Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-2124-CBS. On the other side of the break, we're going to look at the NBA. Who are the top six players in the league, period? I'm going to tell you the best on the other side. Don't move. 